Hey, Kara. Hi. What is up? I'm so excited. I always get so excited when I hear your voice. Same here, same here. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing better than Ralph and Drew, so. Oh, gosh. I did want to ask you a question, not to get too deep in your personal business, um, but did you, like, start your um, grad school yet? I know you were talking about that. I started in August, so. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, well, I'm Um, excited. mm -hmm, Yeah. And how is work in the ATL? It's fun. I really, really like it. I didn't realize that, like, I like it this much. I was kind of just like, okay, I'm taking this new opportunity. That's really going to help my career. But, like, I love it here. I really do. So I feel like I found my... Do you think you like it more than Miami? Oh, a thousand percent. Like, being in Miami is... I don't know. I I grew up there and it it's nice, but it's mm-hmm. like all of my friends left. Like you know, like even people that I grew up with, like they already have their close knit friends that they like mm-hmm. went to college with and stuff like that. So it was kind of like I was alone. So definitely, that's the thing about growing up in Florida. It feels like everyone tries to run away right after. So I mean, for good reason. Like it's like one of the most on a, like you can't afford to live there not anymore yeah no like when i was still there like a few months ago like my rent renewal went up by like like two three hundred dollars and like if Mm. per month like if i did like a per month it would have cost like a thousand extra like who who has that type of cash on them they don't even pay well in florida and I knew Florida would become really popular eventually, but not this popular, especially with like all the like political like flags I see all the time. I thought it would kind of scare people away from moving, but every week I see more and more like out of state tags. So, oh, it's getting ugly. Um, it is getting I'm, ugly. I'm glad I escaped in time. And um, I, all I keep hearing is don't turn Florida blue. And I'm like, what? Who are these people? Who's saying that? Well, I mean, ugh. what? Florida is like the most, it's not the most racist, but like, Florida is, <laughs> it's like. It's up there, like, bro. It's very up there. Like, people don't realize, like, obviously being in Miami, there's cultural differences, but like, you're getting racism from all fronts. Like, you're getting it from like mm-hmm. super white people. You're getting it from like the Italian people. You're getting it from like the a Latina Cuban people. lady with yeah. uh, choose the police sign jumped in front of my car yesterday when I was driving. What? True story. Yes. Why did she do that? So, like, I'm at the stoplight, and I see this crazy lady with, like, a bunch of American flags, like, tied all over her and some signs. And let me explain something to you, like, about my hometown. One time when Trump, during Trump's initial run, they had, like, a group of Latinos on a street corner, and one of them actually had a sign that said Mexicans pour Trump on it, like, for in Spanish. And I was just like, am I living in a dream? (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me. Like it, it really, it really doesn't make doesn't. sense. It's, but you know, they have a false majority idea now yeah. that they're in Florida, I guess. So, and then Miami, you know, <laughs> it. Everyone it's has this idea that it's super like liberal, but it's not. It's and not there at all. A lot it of really bigoted isn't. people out there, but like, um, because Lisa Hochstein. From Real Housewives. I don't know if you saw what happened to her this past week. Pretty funny. But um, her and Morgan Osmond. I was so disappointed when I found out this about Morgan Osmond. But oh, that's my girl. Never mind. I know. Yeah. Oh, they're they're Trump's what? Yeah, they're Trumpets. And and so then people on the Real Housewives Reddit were like, "What? How's Lisa a Republican?" And then people were just like, "Um, you know." This statement is so true. They said it's where diverse, it's where diverse uh, Republicans go. Florida, Lisa's Jamaican, actually Jamaican Canadian. Really, she's she's still white though. Why does she wait? Wait, 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 no, no, wait, 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 wait. You're talking about Lisa from Real Housewives of Miami. Yep, Lisa. She's Jamaican. Yes. I thought she was Hispanic. 
No, she called them a Cuban gang and people were attacking her for being oh. racist because of that. She's racist. Because she was saying Wait. the Latinos in Florida or like Miami were like a gang is what she said at the reunion. Uh, why did I think? Because she was always saying, I'm with a gringo. Oh, we know that's that's not, that's, I'm confused. Uh, that you're thinking yeah. of Alexia, I think. No, she's definitely, well, oh, she, yeah, yeah, she's definitely yeah. a Cuban Barbie. Yeah, no, oh, okay, so, okay. Not to go too, I mean, we've already gone left. So is she, is she like white though? She's white or is she black? Like mixed? Is she mixed? She's white, but she said she has a portion of uh, black blood in her is what I'm assuming because she keeps saying native. And there's not many natives. Like my grandmother comes from this weird tribe thing of like the last bit of natives left in Jamaica. So I highly doubt she meant like native as in like well, uh, native Indian Jamaican. So I'm just assuming when she said that she meant she was part black, but I can see um, most of her Jamaican ancestry is German. She's from Germantown. Her family's oh. from Germantown, Seaford Town. And um, so her and my grandfather, they share that little piece of ancestry. So I was you never know. I might be related to mix. her. Oh, what I mean, she's a, Okay. I was going to say, she, like, I've always gotten, like, a mixed vibe, like, you know, like, not racially ambiguous, but, like, I always thought she was, like, Cuban or whatever, but, like, mm -hmm. kind of, like, you, if she said that she was this, like, I would totally believe it, like, if she was. I always got off, a racially yeah. ambiguous vibe from her, just based on, like, skin tone and eye features, but I was always so confused, because when I look at her eyes, I could kind of see that maybe she was Asian, but when I look at her skin tone, like, sometimes I'd be like, oh, maybe she's mixed. part Hispanic. But then sometimes I'd look at her facial features and be like, maybe she's part black. But then I was like, maybe she's just like a white girl with a really good tan. So, yeah, she gives all that. Okay, um, I was gonna say queen, but now that she's like Trumpy and but I'm still this messes everything up for me because she's like one of my faves. On I know I okay. I'm not gonna lie. I I did some research on the Real Housewives of Miami, and let's just say like all of them pretty much. I the yeah. ones that I looked at, they were following Donald Trump, and that was pretty disappointing for me. I mean, at least they follow him. Like, they're, you're, they're it's not hidden at the very That's least. That's true, too. I was like one of the first things I, I look at when I go on people's pages. I search that <laughs> up, too. like, am I Like, when I watch Real Housewives of Orange County, I have no issue with it. But when I watch Real Housewives of Miami, I have an issue, but I don't know why I have an issue with them. And not the girls in Orange County. It's closer to home. Okay. Also, because Orange County, like, I feel like for the most part, it's not in your face. Versus, like, True. you, I, it, in Miami, like, growing up in Florida, like, you're faced with like that kind of racism and that kind of. They're like, so disrespectful very, about it. Yeah. Yeah. So you already kind of like, oh, so you're like that. Like, you already kind of know what their values are. Versus, like, oh, Orange County, like, I mean, they could possibly be Republican, but then have like mm -hmm. liberal, like maybe you know ideologies yeah. here and there whatever i don't know it's I, different i don't know if you watched any of this past season of um real housewives of miami but you know with the real housewives franchises like they're forcing black women into these groups of women that never it. had a black friend in their life and for some of the groups like beverly hills it feels like okay cool because i know they've had black friends in the past even before this and they seem comfortable with their additions but when I watch Miami, like, there is, like, this It seems weird... more natural to me. I'm not going to lie. Miami? Yeah, because, like, Gertie and, like, the no, other, no, like, no, the no, Haitian, no. because, like, I feel like the, they're mixed because you can tell that, like, Gertie and I forget who she's friends with, but, like, they've been friends for a long time. So that Gertie and Kiki, kind yeah. Because yeah, Gertie so brought I Kiki along. Gertie and Kiki is the other Haitian, the model girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, though, like, I, Kiki is, like, a sore thumb. I'm not gonna lie. But, like, Gertie, like, she mixes well with them. I'm gonna I sound know. so bad when I say this. Kiki, obviously, is gorgeous. She's, like, a living, breathing doll. But every time she opens her mouth, I, I get mm. embarrassed for her a little bit. <sighs> like, I feel like she's scared to say, like, reveal any of her business. So she says, like, dumb things. Like how Snooki used to say dumb things. But the difference between her and Snooki is like Snooki was 21 and Kiki's a grown woman and it's just really weird. Every Some of the things she says, like 
she like randomly screamed out caca one time and i was just like i feel pretty like just uncomfortable like she that's what she does like kiki will literally scream out like say like they're talking about like the sky is blue kiki will be like blue waffles like she'll bring up like some weird random like out their topic and turn it into sex or something just like really vulgar and then I get uncomfortable and I'm just like I didn't even want to think about that while I was watching these ladies and then Gertie I feel like some of the women like Adriana are really intimidated by Gertie's success because she's the real deal and I didn't really like the storyline they gave her because it was obvious that Alexia didn't want to use Gertie as her wedding planner she kept you know, string her along. She didn't like any of her ideas. Like, I didn't finish it, but, like, whenever she showed her something. Yeah. yeah, And she's being acknowledged by Anna Wintour, the hardest woman to please in the world. I was just like, is, I was like, is this a microaggression? I never, you know, associated Alexia with that before. And then after the season, I went and saw she fondles Donald Trump. But, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I was just like, I got that microaggression from Alexia, the continuous, like, you've lived in Miami your entire life, and you can't tell this woman anything about anything that you want at your Miami wedding, and you, after living in Miami your entire life, and being a Miami socialite, it just screamed microaggressive to me, and then at this weird dinner they had with, like, Julia and Martina, whatever, Adriana was getting upset and, like, acting really weird to Gertie, and I don't know, just some of the weird icy behaviors, but also it's hard to really, you know, grasp, is this a microaggression or is Gertie yeah. just weird? Because Gertie's kind of, and this is why I said I didn't want to talk about this, because Gertie is kind of weird. Like, she just randomly breaks down and starts crying, like, every single time. Like, I wanted to hear, um, oh, Julia talk about how her baby was shaking to death during the season, but I couldn't because... Gertie just started crying and then starts blubbering and makes no sense and I'm just like what is this and then later in that argument though at the dinner this is another like a microaggression on Alexia's part where it's just like Gertie's like I'm on a seven are you on a one or something stupid like that Gertie was talking about and Alexia goes I can't understand you can I, I can understand her and like you know what I'm talking about when like that one black mm-hmm. person and a group of white people is arguing and all of a sudden everyone starts to gang up on them. Like I could understand Gertie clear at that moment. And the entire episode I kept saying, I couldn't understand what Gertie was saying. That one moment I clearly understood her and Alexia was like, I didn't understand her. And then she did that look of, I don't know. And looked at all the other I'm girls like a code them. check. And I was just like, oh no. She did not just code check with these other girls to stay on code and attack Gertie. Then, so I don't know if I'll be watching season five, but I really loved Lisa and I really loved Alexia. And I, like I them really like too. Larsa. It's hard. I think I'm going to watch it. But mm-hmm. like knowing that, I mean, I'm not surprised if I'm being honest. I'm not surprised because whatever. I'm not and surprised, they have a but... bunch of fake storylines. So. Alexia is the real. Yeah, I was gonna say Alexia is real. She's holding everything. Like she's, she is the reason why they came back for real. She has Mm -hmm. some stuff going on, but like, I don't know. I have to watch. But I, I side eye Alexia. I like her, but I, I know she's like. very racist i know but i feel mm-hmm. so bad for her story and now i'm looking at lisa a little differently too but she's gorgeous and i love her so i, I don't know i, like her. I, I was know. wondering if she's a republican because of lenny and i was wondering now that she's divorced or well not divorced now that lenny's divorced. cheating on her lenny cheated on her she had no clue and it hit the tabloids so now they're gonna get divorced and I'm wondering now that she doesn't have to like. Oh, recently? You know, yeah. Now that she can live for herself, will she still he, be? He's still on her Instagram right now. Listen, there are some clips mm. in during the season that indicate that Lisa is the type of woman that would stay with Lenny no matter how much he cheats. And yeah. she said, she told Larsa, she's like, I don't care what problems you and Scotty were having. After wasting so much time, I would just stay with him no matter what, figure out how to make it work. 
she if you watch uh, you watch the season so you could see lenny does not want to be with her lenny wanted to be with morgan osmond morgan osmond has that good good but um he wanted to be with morgan osmond there's so many rumors about him cheating and like with tons of people not even just morgan and they confirmed it basically on the season it's just too much and she was really willing to stay with him she doesn't oh. have any, and she also like they. Okay, this is also what I'm saying. Um, she, a lot of these women like respect like traditional family and values and stuff. So it takes a lot for them. Like Lisa, she was like, "Oh well, he had like an emotional affair with someone else," and that's what she's gonna tell herself. Emotional affair is even worse. Yeah, it's terrible. But that's what she's gonna tell herself to stay with him for another ten years or so years because she should have broke up with him when he was willing to leave her because she couldn't conceive so Mm -hmm. he was willing to toss her aside because she was unable to have a baby during that time so she should have left him then but now that she has two kids she's definitely not gonna she's definitely not gonna and i mean i got an idea when he said that he wanted to have another kid with her and he wasn't like paying her any mind at all before like at any other point in the episode, I felt like he wanted to have all of his children with her and then, like, get a vasectomy or something so he can just worry about, like, having one, like, child support check to issue, just only having to deal with one mom. That was the vibe I was getting, and I guess I was completely right. And also, this woman he cheated with is is Lisa's friend, so... Mm. Mm. Nasty, nasty work Crazy. in Miami. Nasty work. Okay, so... Now that we're talking about Miami, let's go travel up to Atlanta, my hometown. What's up? Mm. Okay, so I always clock out in the beginning, but I, Marlo, I, what I put is that she was building her home, correct? That was the first Yeah, thing but I felt like that was so unnecessary, and I'm not hating because I'm a Marlo fan, but I'm like, why do you want to another house her house her townhouse is it's huge gorgeous. we were just talking about that like she doesn't really need enough like that i think she's doing it just to fuel her ego we did get a clip of what her closet looked like and it's definitely mm-hmm. too small she could probably knock out like a room or something and get it redone but like mm-hmm. for her to have like five gigantic closets in her house i'm like who are you doing this for like i'm not gonna lie i love that moment if i had the money I definitely do the same thing. I've said before that if it was just me alone, single and rich, I'd have like a mall sort of design for my house and then put all the different designers in certain parts of the mall in my house. So, Okay, that's nice. But like Marlo said, she don't have money like that. She don't have bucket money. So she's working <laughs> she with accidentally $3 million. That slip. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. She wanted to get mad. She got mad out of nowhere. Like she was like, "Y'all always telling me that I'm, um, I'm rich and I have all this money." And they obviously clocked her with the with the throwback. But like you, you've been doing that for ten years, and now all of a sudden the money's gone. Like where's the money at, girl? Where's Show the me money? the money. Yeah. She looks I mean, great though. I, she looks rich at least. She is rich in spirit, and she's richer than me. I know. She's richer than I me too. She, and I mean they. <laughs> They featured Archive in Vogue. I read the article and everything. So maybe business will pick up soon. She's having Anna's stamp of approval. So maybe she knows something we don't. I don't know. I mean, the house looks gorgeous, um, like Kenya said. I didn't know Kenya knew so much about homes. Obviously, she built her Throughout the episode, you really see that. Yeah, I would like to see like more of that. Everyone was saying like they would like to see like her have like an HBO, oh, not HBO, um, HGTV special. That would be cute. I would watch it, and I haven't watched H- HGTV in like since yeah. high school. It's kind of like a um, unachievable dream. Imagine owning a home. <laughs> Imagine owning these a days home. with all the yeah. rent hikes and um, house pricing hikes. Yeah, it's giving unrealistic. I can't watch it without getting upset. Um, I mean, obviously I we're going to own homes eventually, but the homes yeah, they're like, talking about right now aren't something in the very near future. Yeah, we'll own homes. I mean, maybe you... Homes with an S, multiple. Okay. Okay, um, yeah. 
Wait. It's giving rich. It is giving rich. You're gonna be like an engine. You're gonna be insanely rich. I already know that. So I better be. Maybe you can gift one to me. Um, like Bet. when yeah, you know, like a little condo or something like that. Be cute. Yeah. Be cute. I got you. You know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, Unless this podcast blows up first. Exactly. We could put one down. Get that coin. You need to be on here talking mess. Like, I don't know, like Destin Troyce, because he's so funny and just be talking mess. Because you. (laughs) You going in on a topic. I I have recently started to. um, What is that? censor myself mainly because I'm staying with my dad and I can't really mm-hmm. cuss or do things and also yeah so I'm, I'm keeping it rated PG and also like I just want to be hospitable. well that's good know? for advertisements yeah you know I'm trying to get the sponsors and you know let's see what's up and then I can start talking you know mm-hmm. that's my game plan yeah I'm here for Sorry. it I be also holding my I be I be holding my tongue a lot, but like on Twitter, like <laughs> on Twitter, like me I just, too actually, and I feel like I'm still messy even though I'm holding a lot inside. You're really articulate with what you say though, like what like I forget like the last, like I feel like a few episodes ago where you had me dying, like you were saying some vicious things, and you were saying it in such like a an educated way, and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so draggy. much. I'll just call somebody ugly and broke all the day. Uh, <laughs> welcome to my life. That's why I've been saying I need to be on a reality show, but you could. Dang. You can just sign up. Just sign well, you're going into school and you have to, a reputation to uphold. So I guess this I would guess. not be the ideal time. You know, not be ideal. For since I knew I was gonna have a gap year, I initially planned to audition for the real world, but they haven't even had a season because they said they were going to do another season, but they keep saying, oh, the pandemic. I'm like, the pandemic is life basically now. Yeah, get it together. There's no, you can, yeah. I feel like you would do really, really well. Like, I feel like you would do better on like Big Brother or something, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like you get Big Brother vibes. Did you ever watch a Big Brother season that had this girl Shima on it? And she is like, I think she is like Nigerian and something else. I think she's like Nigerian and maybe Asian or something. And she had went to USC and she had really curly hair. Oh, I've never watched a single episode of Big oh, Brother. I just, I know it as a concept. I could not do it because <laughs> I feel like halfway through the show, I'd pull her move where she was, she just stopped answering production. She refused to get out of bed. She threw her microphone in the pool and she's like, send me home. Nah, I couldn't last a day because as soon as someone yeah. starts plotting on me, I'm fighting and I'm cussing and I'm leaving on my own terms. Okay? Because I'm not going to sit up here and, and get embarrassed because they're going to try to outsmart me with planning all these things. And they always attack the black people show first on Big Brother. Black people always go first on Big Brother, so it's not really a viable option. And they get, it's like racism too, like on top of that, like they'll like call, they like one of the people call you the N word. Big yeah. Brother, yeah. I've been surprised. Like, what is that? What are you trying to say, Rand? What are you trying to say? Not in all 30. What, 30, what, I think it's like 34 seasons of the real world have I seen some of the stuff I've seen on Big Brother in terms of racism. And there was a straight up racist person on one of them. Big Brother is a little bit insane and it needs a little bit more regulation in terms of that, I'm not gonna lie. But also, I like, if I can't leave the premises ever, that's a show I couldn't do. And I loved being quarantined inside the house during the beginning of the pandemic. But, like, being quarantined in the house with a bunch of bright studio lights and, like, 24-hour surveillance and knowing that people are watching me on a live stream 24-7 would make me uncomfortable. I Because as soon as someone says something, because you're already, like, because you're already in a house full of strangers. Like, mm-hmm. you, like who really likes to live too with? Too many strangers, like, too. Yeah. It's, you barely want to live with your family members. So like, now you're living with strangers in a house, in bunk beds, in bunk beds. 
like oh five people God. to a room, like six, mm-hmm. I don't know how, how it is. People farting and shitting and talking <laughs> on each other and, and, and the room and stuff. And like all of a sudden, like as soon as someone says, so I, no, like I'd be in the kitchen and like somebody come in, I'm gonna be pissed. Like I'm gonna start fights for no reason. Like I'm already getting mad. No. You're gonna end up like Dave on going home arguing. Yeah, going home just because someone bumped me on on, on a wrong day. Yeah, I prefer the real world franchise and like the challenge. I mean, there's other shows I I guess. The challenge, definitely. The challenge, because I've been watching it since I was a little kid. It's like a completely different show now. And it's been like three different shows in my eyes. Because like when I first started watching it as a little kid, the challenge was exactly like I Love Money before I Love Money was on. It was like really fun and cute. And it was just like a big vacation with a bunch of people who had been on the real world or road rules. Then I guess they decided to change it because every other show was like it. And then it started getting mildly intense. And I'm an athlete, so I was like, ooh, I'd love to go on that show. But now as adults, like the show is a full like torture session. No, so it's literally ago. like American Ninja Warrior. Like it really is. is- Wait, car. <laughs> Would you do Fear Factor? I don't know why I just got this wave of you no, doing Fear Factor okay. in my mind. In my head, I could, but as soon as they bring out the cockroaches, I'm done. I'm sorry. Because you know they're so going to bring out the cockroaches. cockroaches. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring out the live cockroaches and say, eat this. I'm done. You know yeah, the I worst eat. episodes of Fear Factor were, though? When they'd make them get in the tubs with the rats or the snakes? The snakes, I absolutely was a no. The snakes, I could do rats now. What? Snakes? Yeah. Snakes I could do, rats I can't. Like you a bad you, girl. Fearing feeling the furry skin like s- scratching on the uh-uh. And they're like no. little their paws and stuff. Mm-mm. Oh, I would I feel like I'd freak out in a tub of snakes and just end up getting bit cuz I was screaming. But what if it like is like a massage chair, you know? A massage chair like, with some snakes? Yeah, just like think about it like it's just like it, I feel like it would be a little bit more soothing than rat fur, rat fur, and like what if they're like nibbling you on your skin? <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> go on like what's a worse show? What's a terrible show? Like a sucky show? I'd rather go on. I'd rather go on a VH1. Like any VH1 like, show? Yeah, like before <laughs> I I'm, and I'm in a massage chair with a bunch of snakes. I'd rather be on America's Next Top Model than being a massage chair with some snakes. I feel like I could win America's Next. Okay, the thing is, like, I've studied that show to the T. Like back in the day, like I would have won. Like the only thing that was stopping me was my height. Okay, I'm like... mad that there's no new top model because I feel like since we're both top model experts, that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious, but like in what's your favorite season? It's just not the same. It wasn't the same in the end, especially with Rita Ora. I was just like, that's a mess. Yeah, right. Like it was like the judges weren't the same. I have a theory that it's like once you the camera quality gets better, the show gets worse. It's like you start to see all the imperfections and like and it doesn't feel real. The camera quality is too good. It feels like you're watching something scripted exactly like back in the day like everything used to be good but like now you're seeing like it seems fake i mean it probably mm-hmm. was fake back in the day but like yeah, like yeah the people they always cast on shows today are always these people that have like social media like, followers yeah, but they'll say they got some social media followings but i remember watching like bad girls club the social media edition and the girls straight up had like a thousand followers and i was like she's an influencer with a two thousand followers like they always make a big deal about followings and then get people with max five thousand followers okay but like um dream doll had like a hundred thousand like she was yes she's the only one that belonged in that house and they kicked her out first and went okay because she was a bully okay we have to be talking about um housewives she was a bad girl she was terrible like i hated her so much if I was dream, I'd have not only kicked Kaylee in the back, I would have literally smacked the two percent black off of her. Oh, you know, you know, I feel like winter. Just a side note before we get back on winter, Mm -hmm. I feel like winter gaslit us into like, even though she didn't gaslit me, she gaslit gaslit y'all into think that she was black somehow. 
that is a full Caucasian woman who looks like a freaking pug, pit bull, or whatever. You know and she what? was like, I'm mixed. I don't even black. He looks like he's Indian and he's from Trinidad. He just looks like a dark skinned Indian person that has a curly hair and she keeps trying to pass him off as black. I'm she just wants sure. to say the N word. That's it. That probably is it. She made me sick. I, I, I couldn't stand those girls. I really and, couldn't. Yeah. Winter really pissed me off. I, I I'm not going to lie. She was black fishing, but I still love Winter. Remember when Winter was in the confessional and she's like, beeps are confused whether or not they love or hate Winter. I was not confused. I still like Winter. Uh, not the I, season, I but the person, I was not confused yet. either. I didn't like her. <laughs> and I still don't like her. Okay, Eladria Stan. Oh, pug face. I um, don't fight. But then she fights Winter. Whatever. Mm-mm. I did like the stripper girl though. I liked her. Allegra, the one that bit Winter's finger. Yeah. Oh, I really bitch. wanted to call my daddy right now. She was a real bitch. Like she was one of the people who needed to be in the house. Like she was she was that girl. She was that girl. Yeah. I was at your BGC stand back in the day that like before the show had come on. I'd watch their casting tapes, and I hadn't watched a season Me since too. 14. What? Did you ever watch the waitress casting tape? She's yeah. in her casting tape talking in trash about someone and cussing them out on the phone. Then after she hunts up on them, she's like, that's why they're mad, because they look like a life-size uh-uh Barbie. No, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I still say that line sometimes. I stopped around, like, um, around the twins, um, not... Um... I had to Not stop watching BBL after that too because I was so pissed after how they treated um, the Claremont twins. It was like, ah, it just felt wrong because you can tell when things are like, you know, in in a fun key or like, you know, mm-hmm. when it's a little too serious. Like when you start like destroying properties, and that's then like different. and putting feces on their stuff peeing on their mattress that you guys thought they were going to come back and sleep on. I don't know. I hate to be that person that's like always talking about racism because that was racist. I mean, because sure. they did it to the black girls. That's what I'm about to tell you. Isn't it funny that they got all these like weird, like trailer parkish white girls to destroy mm-hmm. all the black girls stuff. That's the part that stuck out to me the most. And then they edited it to make it seem like they were scary and they were punks. You don't know how many times the Claremont twins and Jayla have said, as soon as we actually got into the rooms, they made those girls leave. So they didn't even get a chance to really touch them. They were like thinking like, oh, they destroyed five of our shirts on the lawn and threw some paint on them, whatever. We have like tons of clothes. Then they went in the room and started realizing like, oh, all of her stuff is gone. Where is her stuff? Those the they stuff. let it go that far. Obviously, they made it out like way mm-hmm. better than those girls, but it was it was really Literally. tough to watch and it was frustrating. It was traumatizing um, for me, and it wasn't even my stuff. Exactly. Like I don't like people touching my stuff. Period. So Same. someone threw that shit in the pool and started ripping it up, and mm-mm. flames. Anyway. Yes, no. Yeah. Back to the housewives. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the girls are going to near. Okay, this is okay. This, moving okay. off on that tangent. I know we're really not staying. We have to stay on topic, okay? Because this episode was weird. Right. It was a weird episode. It was weird. Um, and yeah, I feel I like understand why the ratings are going down. Candy is making. We'll get into that a little later. But Candy's making this thing weird. Like, it's getting weird. I the invitations, but I'll let you lead okay. before I even get into it. Okay. Um. So the girls are like individually packing. Um, I think I, I'm skipping. I think okay. So the, the <laughs> girls are individually packing for the trip, and here New comes. Um, yeah, they're going to New York to support. Um, Candy's dungeon Candy's, show. Is it a dungeon show? I thought it was like a. No, I was just joking. But oh, but okay. Because the invitation they actually, sent out. No, like, it's an actual professional show, so, like, uh, I don't know where this sex toy, sex debate, sex dungeon stuff comes from, because why were they greeted with, like, um, BDSM? I didn't understand that. That was just the weirdest thing to me ever. 
and I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh, sex, uncomfortable, but it's just like really cheap and weird. And I don't know why they need to send human invitations every single event. But you know that's Candy's um, nephew, right? Like, what? is that not weird? Like, why would that's Candy's nephew? nephew? Yeah, that's Candy's nephew and his girlfriend. Like, what is going on? Y'all are not saying the pearly gates. Candy, you are wrong. Candy, what the F? What is that? Like, you told him. Even, like, <clears throat> like what? You could have gotten anybody. And you know she was just doing that to be cheap. Like, she was probably like, okay, mm-hmm. just wear this The costumes were barely holding this... everything on them. They put tape on her, black tape on her. Like, That's what I was saying. saying. I was like, her whole boob is just out there. Greeting them. With what? Like, I would have been like, what is this? And the gift was... And her boob not even really sitting like that, to be honest. What, what was the if gift? I was candy, I would have sent someone that had, like, an amazing boob job out there. But like, what did they give? Like, was it the vibrating panties? Like a box of vibrating panties? That's what they gave, right? And that's yeah. But the thing about that is, I didn't want to imagine those women in panties. To be honest, like, where's the connection? (laughs) Like, where's the connection? One, two, like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, you freak! You a freak? (laughs) Because why are you? Why is this a gift? Like. That you're giving to these grown ass women. 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 And it's not like it's Giselle Bunchen or Tyra Banks, someone that you want to see in lingerie walking down a runway. It's just thinking of like random, like when I think of these women, I think of like someone's soccer mom, it's older soccer mom. <laughs> I think of grandmothers. I'm not thinking about Victoria's Secret. I wasn't. I just wasn't feeling anything, but I thought I was just being a negative Nancy. No, these are seasoned women, like fifties. And that's fine. Get your groove back. Do what you gotta do. But like on TV, like this is Housewives. You're declassing the show, and we're gonna get into that a little later. But like, clearly have no storyline though. Just no things time. they're talking about. Even before the invitation, like they're walking down the street in Candy's very nice neighborhood, and talking about uh, Todd's condo. And I'm like, like, why is this a storyline? I'd rather take a big storyline in Miami over this. Okay, the thing also that's pissing me off that I've been tweeting valiantly about is the fact that they are shifting, I guess because there's nothing else to do in these housewives shows anymore, but they're shifting too much focus on the men. The men are having voices. We don't care what Todd has to say. To say. And they're so boring too. This isn't dirty. They add nothing. Even in Jersey is too much because it's not a housewife. You should just house families in Jersey, honestly, at that point, because there's just no point. But like who cares about what Todd is like? He's like, he's always complaining. Hey, oh my gosh, like, you don't include me and stuff. And I just want to be a part of this world. And I want my condo. And you don't let me have my condo. Like, shut The up. condo he's fighting for isn't even done. I thought it would be easy to want to sell <laughs> that because you're going to have to put work in it and time and Whoa. effort. Like, imagine your partner just complaining all the time about like bro keep your apartment like who cares like why are they even arguing about it like the thing is like i'm pretty sure if he proposed this to like candy as like a business opportunity she would be on board but the fact that he just wants mm-hmm. that to be like a vacation house or something like that like come on now like what and just turn it into an airbnb and start complaining you grown-ass man bills and children that's what I was thinking too. The condo wasn't anything to really want to to want to fight for. The only reason I could possibly think that someone would want to keep that apartment is, like, if that's the only property they owned, I could understand why. Is that the only property he owns? Because I thought when she was talking to Mama Joe, she was like, he has his own condo, he has a Range Rover, but why is he fighting for this apartment? I just want to know why is it so fight worthy. I get this huge idea that he feels so insecure because of Candy's success. So I'm like, you married a mega superstar. You married a mega superstar. And he wants his name on everything. Yeah, he wants his name on everything. Like, won't you just shut the fuck up? Like, Uh, if you, like, why are you asking permission to your wife for a a condo that you already own? You already own. 
in all these years that you guys been together, which has been like years and years and years, like why is this apartment like barren? Like it's it's just like you're just what do you what what is just there? Like you could have turned that into a studio, you could turn that into anything. It's just there. Now you just wanna start complaining. You just be a bitch, bro. Be a bitch. I don't like him. I don't. Understandable. Just on um, I don't know, just it was boring, but it was still confusing. I don't I just wanna understand his motives, basically. Like who cares? That's the biggest part. Who cares? Todd, shut up. Shut up. I don't know why the husbands, like you said, are so like play such a huge role in the season because even down to that did you think that therapist was fake? Or was it a pastor maybe? Okay. That Drew Yeah, that was yeah, that was gonna be my next thing because like I hope he's going into the Drew. He's sketchy as hell because, like, in this scene, Drew, if anybody hasn't seen, Drew and her husband, Pinhead, a.k.a. Ralph, it, they're having a marriage counseling <clears throat> session. Um, and I, what I'm getting from this is that this is someone that they've previously worked with. You know how they were arguing before and they're like, oh, well, Dr. What's his name? Dr. Ken said that you're a maniac. Whatever. Is this the per- is this the same? <laughs> is this the same therapist that they're talking about? Like they're having a continue like they so I unprofessional. So unprofessional. Like they be hiring the most unprofessional people on these shows. Like, what do you mean he said I was a maniac? What do you mean? This show's starting to feel like a parody of Real Housewives when Drew goes. All she deserved was a Lunchable. I was like... Because, okay. Uh, this this guy is such, But, mm-hmm. like, how he phrased um, that, like, okay, guys, you guys are on attack mode, and, like, we don't want you guys to be fighting all the time, so, you know what? If we're gonna challenge you to... I don't even know what the challenge was, but if you fail, you're gonna have to be each other's servants for 24 hours. I was like, when he started saying, I was like, yo, this is weird. You have to be servants for 24 hours. And Drew, that may mean that you may have to have sex all day. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? That's when I was just like, this has to be fake. He has to be. professional. They need to see his credentials. I feel like, is this like, I feel like he's one of those television like therapists where like everybody hires him and he gives them mm-hmm. terrible marriage advice to make it worse. Because they were fighting in that couch. Like as soon as they sat down, they forgot that Dr. King was there and they just started fighting. And um, Ralph, was starting to puff his chest up. I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is if he, he was okay? a real therapist, I thought he would have at least said, you know, Stop. You know, your wife really doesn't appreciate the way you talk to her. Something so simple like that. Yeah, like, you need to appreciate each other or something. He's like, y'all fight together. But he's so man-oriented, too, because he kept talking from, like, Ralph's point of view. I was like, okay. But, you know, the truth, that was the truth at the moment, too, so. What? I don't even know. Because he was saying to uh, Ralph, he was like, well, he was saying to Drew, you know, Ralph, uh, when he organized that dinner and put all that effort into it, and you're bringing up uh, something else that doesn't pertain to the pertain to the dinner, which in my eyes it does pertain to the dinner because it's not solved. Um, he is saying you have to understand that's why he's triggered and blah blah blah. Exactly, like, so if you can understand hell? he's triggered from that. How can you not understand that Drew? Is like live in the moment, moment. yeah, triggered by Ralph's demeanor and the way he socializes with her. He treats her like she should be lucky to be with him, like, like he she's blessed to be in his space and in his. I don't really see anything special about him, especially since and like when. I did my research on Drew back in the day. I remember they saying like, oh, this girl is from my high society family in Chicago and not saying that anyone's below anyone or we're not equals, whatever. Um, anyone can be with anyone from any social strata, you know, if they have that real connection. But if you're not going to have a connection with your partner, I think that you choose your partner based on credentials. If you're not, you know, choosing someone that you love so dearly. What did she see in him? Because clearly they don't have that connection. So what so valuable about him 
that she's like, I have to be with this guy, even though I probably have so many options based on the family I'm from. Purely physical. I can only say that. Like, and not to say, like, he's not an ugly guy, but he's terrible personality. And his demeanor has made him, like, one of the worst-looking men alive. And his shaped head is awkward. Um, But, like... I think that's what it was. Like, I feel like she was just like so enamored by this man and his physical mm-hmm. attraction to each other that like she's. That's what I'm saying. When you're Drew and you're an actor and you come from a good family too, there had to be other good-looking guys. If that's just what is what was so. Special. He also has a job. He also has a job. He does. Yeah, so I think that's also big. Are you talking about football or? No, he never played football. She, he lied. He lied. Um, but, you know, I think it's also the fact that he has a job. You know a lot of these people be deadbeat. So what does he do? Probably. Something with, like, investments, you know, some fraud. Alleged. I don't know. Like, it's always ends up being fraud or something. But she said know. he works in, like, tech. The way I talk about her family, if she wanted to meet someone that had a great job, she could have. Oh, she could have Granted, I did I did my research in like 2013 or 2014. Whenever the TLC movie came out, that's when I did my research on her. And they said that she comes from a really good family. I just don't see what could have been so appealing about this man, basically. Desperation. He has a job. He's probably one of the only attractive people that will, you know how like you go in the industry. There may not be like everyone's taken, or you're like with a bunch of people who cheat, and oh, he cheats too. So, <laughs> so like, <laughs> I'm making excuses for her, but it was out of desperation and last slim picking. I feel. Mm. There are a lot of fish in the sea. Apparently not. These women choose the worst possible men ever. It's like a competition at this point. Maybe people just suck nowadays because. What? Terrible judge of character. Like, look at Candy and Todd. Like, Todd, he's a freaking, you know, wimp. I'm not gonna cuss. And he's like five foot four. So, what are you gaining from this? And he don't take care of his kids. I hide every single time I watch these episodes. He's five foot five at his (laughs) when he got his shoeless. Okay. Okay. Best. But it's amazing, whatever. Um, I I don't see it. I also don't think that Drew's the smartest gal. I don't think she is. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like Drew's being fake on camera. Do you get that vibe? Oh yeah, for sure. She's putting on the show because she wants to, you know, maintain her spot. But like, I also mm-hmm. just don't think that she's, you know. Sometimes when she's arguing on the show, I feel like she's still playing T-Boz. Like, I feel like she's not, like, about that life in real life, and she's pretending. Um, what do you mean about that life? <laughs> like, when she's arguing, she's always acting like she's going to, like, cut somebody. And I'm just like, I feel like that's oh, not even yeah. in her range of Nature. capabilities. She wanted to fight Sheree. Sheree <laughs> built, like, a fucking brick. <laughs> A whole brick. You yeah, I just know. Her? What? Sheree need to tell her to Google her charges. I know Sheree would knock her out. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, the thing would is, have like, to help her. Sheree is dating a felon. She don't give a fuck about nothing. She don't care. She don't care. Like, so why are you messing with a chick who don't even care? Come on now. Remember when funny. Sheree was like looking at that guy that was arguing with her and completely not scared at all? No, she was serious. Like, I know she she's she's just not scared. And I think they said she was in an abusive relationship before, which I'm she not criticizing or saying it was great. But I'm just saying, like, the life experiences she's had, I doubt she's scared of a valley girl trying to pretend to be hard. Yeah, she was trying too hard. I was like, girl, you stop. You better stop now. You better stop. Get that right hook. Bam. I don't think Sheree would do that. Because, you know, her man just got out of jail. She's going to enjoy him. I think that's a scam. But she too old because 
in that like little short clip that it showed her like basically asking her man if he can get permission from his parole officer because he's on house arrest <clears throat> to go to visit her in the state of of New York. Mm-hmm. That and she is fifty years old too. Huh? They leaked that to the press already. Like everyone knows what happens pretty much next week. What do you mean? In terms of that story had been leaked out. Like it was in articles. Okay, what is this? During filming about Tyrone and her and dinner and him not showing up. He was mm-hmm. wasn't showing up something weird about his parole and him feeling like he's being set up by Sheree because he's not supposed to be on camera or something, or he's not supposed he's not supposed to be outside of the state for his parole or something. So he felt like he's being set up. Something stupid like that. Okay. Yeah, that's what she gets for, um, well, uh, I'm not going to, you know, shit on, you know, people who were, you know, incarcerated, but, like, you're mm-hmm. dating a felon, so get it together. Yeah, I mean, he did his time. I mean, he, he did he his time. time. He did. But Sheree is just... Do you want to start a family know, with this man? I just know Sheree is just with him for a storyline. She's been with him for a while, so it's kind of hard to. I think she's just. I don't know. He's one of the Imagine that she has someone else. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty she sure she, really she like, hooked up with people, I'm sure. Like, I, I doubt she was just, like, all these years without any, like, sort of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I feel like her heart was always to this man. Because she didn't even know she was going back to Atlanta Housewives. So she was keeping up conversation with this man for years before he was even video calls or whatever on, on the show. Like, she likes him for real. And you have to just believe it because these women out here be tough. Look at Nicki Minaj. So it can't be all fake. Look at Rihanna. At least ASAP Rocky is, you know, I was going to say at least he's not a criminal, but. He is. Who knows? He's a criminal, allegedly. He was in, he was incarcerated multiple times. You know what I really hate? ASAP Bob, that, they're up there for like the entire group, but especially ASAP Rocky is like one of my favorite rappers of all time. And especially for I, the 2010s. Wait, whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, what? Oh, yeah. Stay on topic, but I'm just saying, no. like, you know, he's one of my favorites of all time, and I just really hate that two of my favorite musicians are together, and I don't even get to enjoy it because he's just doing a bunch of foolishness. And then when I see him standing next to Rihanna, I have to just think about how, like, he said what he said about dark skinned women, and now he's, even though Rihanna's not dark skinned, it just, you know, someone says something stupid like that, and then they're with a black person, and I'm just like, it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable, but. It's not my life either, so. And it's Black Lives Matter. I guess they don't, whatever. And didn't he say something like, wasn't he the one that said, was it him or what? No, it wasn't Travis. That said something like, Black Lives Matter doesn't matter to him. Because yeah, that was him. He's like, like I'm OJ. Yeah, I mean, even when he had said what he said about dark-skinned women, I remember I didn't listen to them for like a year at the time. Which is a long time for me not to listen to anyone from ASAP Mob. This is news to me, child. Whatever. Let's get to the weirdest part because these women. Everything like, about this episode was weird. So this episode was weird. I guess we can break up the the last half. They go and visit this rinky dink um, apartment that is owned by what's his face. Um, it's a mess. Um, mm-hmm. I have nothing to but say can about you can it. Fix it though. Yeah, Kenya can fix it. I don't think they'll contract her, though, to be honest. They um, can't afford her. They can't afford her, one, two. I think that, <laughs> like, Kenya and um, Candy are going to have a falling out, and they're not going to be, like, friends soon. So mm-hmm. they're definitely not going to contract me. Um, But, like, okay, what I don't like, now they're in New York, by the way, and... I don't like how Candy is pushing the sex toy. Like, we get it. You have a sex toy business. Yes, correct. And she has but a sex dungeon. 
yeah, she has a sex now. Okay, so why was she so upset that there was an alleged rumor that she was sucking dick in the in, in the locker room? <laughs> why is she so mad about that? And she was like, because it's not you true. Your white friends again. Like, come on now. Like, if it's fake, it's fake. Whatever. But this is a she was up and on. Party. She was clutching her pearls like she would never do that. We need but that's what I was thinking about when Todd brought it up on the bus or someone brought it up in the confessional while they're on the bus that, uh, you know, and Candy is like the sex goddess, but you can see she feels uncomfortable with that whole title now. And I just get this huge vibe that she really regrets that she ever mentioned it now. But yeah, because that's the only thing that she has to cling on to that and Todd's mm-hmm. complaining. But like, how are well, you going to start from drama and we won't talk about it? Because she's about to get into it with Marlo. Thank goodness, because Candy, she's getting in hers. But like, you're gifting these 40, 50 year old women um, on this television show um, pa- remote controlled panties to go and, you know, fuck each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she was clutching her pearls. Because I would never, I would never stop digging up. Like, I'll never do that. Shut up. Shut up. Never ever. She shut up. She was like, what are y'all? Set this. Are you saying? Like, shut up. And Sandy was too excited. Sandy was too excited about all these little sex stories and things. I'm like, why are we, why is this on the show right now? Like, this is D class A. Like, Mm-hmm. We're watching Housewives. We're not watching Love Island. We're watching a parody it's... of Housewives. Yeah, it, it feels like four. It's so boring. Like, that episode was so boring and then kind of uncomfortable. Like, on the same idea of what I said, I felt uncomfortable with Kiki always randomly bringing up sex when they're having, like, weird conversations that don't relate to it. This episode was so boring. I don't think yeah, I've ever said like that watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. I enjoyed it mainly because the girls, it was like light shade. I liked it because of Kenya. And I liked it, um, I guess we can move on because Kenya stood up to Ralph like at the dinner table. Thankfully someone opened their mouth. Because like the way he speaks to her is really disrespectful. You can tell that like she's like traumatized by like how he speaks mm-hmm. and how she's being treated and she doesn't like being in that situation. So the only person to stand up to her is Kenya because Kenya, we've seen her go through like multiple abusive relationships on the show mm-hmm. one with her mother and her family her family who gaslight her whatever mark and the, the guy before that so like why i'm i'm so tired of like watching these abusive relationships like being played out on tv like we need to stop it someone needs to intervene like not everything is meant for like tv like this woman is being no one's really trash. watching it. I guess it has no effect. So, hmm? I guess if no one's really watching it, they don't feel oh the need to, you know, sort of censor anything. <sighs> Here you go. See, he's talking. I'm just saying. This okay, is in 2010. Yeah. No one's really watching it for to be offended. I think the ratings will go up. I think once, like, we get into, like, it's only episode four, so... I feel like last episode was really good, like the tea time. Last episode, episode obviously, was good. because of Kenya, my girl. Period. Um, but this one was like a filler episode. I really liked the beginning part of it, and it started getting weird. Um, the Drew scene with her husband makes me really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't like their relationship at all, and I don't like how they're still together. I don't like that. It's making it seem like it's okay to like try to work through an abusive relationship you can't work through abuse you have to leave i agree but you know i think when people are you connected so many different things about your life then it becomes convoluted and difficult to leave and that's the issue but i think that's why um i think it was lovely tea that i watched that said this that said there should be a much larger more serious vetting process in terms of dating, I guess. Yeah, I think they can't just if jump the first opportunity. become intertwined because, yeah, then it becomes hard to leave. Yeah. People need to, well, I don't know. These housewives women, they like, like I said, they have very traditional values that they want to hold on to and they'll 
basically stay with anybody in order to achieve love. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of just like a personality type of thing. Um, unfortunately, until it's like super bad and they are forced to leave the situation, which is what we've seen play out tons and tons of times on these shows. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But because Drew's kind of annoying, I'm I'm just annoyed seeing them. I agree. It's just him personally that's really annoying. I didn't really like Drew in the first place. Um, but him, he's like I think the for, you know I'm not gonna say the absolute worst because like I mentioned Taylor Armstrong's mm-hmm. um, husband who died, but he's pretty up there. And when I say he's pretty up there, he's up there with someone that used to beat his wife, so mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, rest in hell. Um, so. This was a good, like, even though it was, like, half and half, like, discourse and, like, you know, housewives, it was a good episode. I really enjoyed speaking with you, Sian. Me too. This was good. This was nice. This was definitely nice. Maybe we have to, like, figure out, like, uh, a podcast where we could just, like, randomly talk about nothingness, I guess. Oh, yeah. This, okay. We'll, we'll talk about that off time. Because yes. we go in on the other stuff. We do. This one is like mainly just TV shows, like you know, reality TV. But maybe mm-hmm. on your YouTube, when you like actually set it up, we can like uh, do audio version. Out. Yeah, on the we can just put the audio on like a podcast platform and have both like video and audio and just talk about um, hot topics. That does sound like a plan. It's like the Breakfast Club, but better. Exactly. And we could really get paid. Stop playing with me. Stop playing. Who's gonna argue about getting paid? So okay. I'll follow you. I'll follow up with you. I'll send you a formal email. Um, so you need to set that up. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> well, good night, Sian. Buenos noches, listeners Bye. and Cara. Adios. Bye.